0: Live from Brooklyn, New York for Busy Sessions Episode 5, the first busy session of Bad and Busy Month. This is Stay Busy with Armand Sadler. gentlemen welcome to another busy session under stay busy with armand sather as you know busy sessions is our performance and artist interview series where we bring in some incredible people to tell their stories and show their talents i am your host head honcho armand sather vegan chorizo poppy founder of bald nigga ballers him all capitals h-i-m him this week i am blessed to have a guest who is very big on letting you know that ladies always win Whether you're a member of hashtag bestie gang or just a casual TikToker, you've probably seen this viral sensation somewhere on your social media. Much like her banger controller, you cannot control this talented lady from New Jersey here to discuss women's empowerment, her music, herself, and the blessing of not having to pump your own gas. Law is in the building. Welcome, Law. How you feeling?
1: (laughs) You know what's funny? (laughs) Wow, I actually I grew up in New York, so mm-hmm. I, I very, very much appreciate not having to pump my own gas. It's clutch. Yeah, it's New very Jersey clutch. is is definitely on the win for that. Mm-hmm. How are Hi. you? I'm good.
0: Good to have you here. Good to have Thank you here. Thank we you. connected when you uh, came to a busy Bronx. Got to meet you for the first time. Shout out to John who uh, who connected us. And Love that guy. Finally got you in the studio, so it's uh it's really good to be here. So let's talk. Let's talk. Um, Women's History Month. You are. Very, very big on the empowerment of women. You know, very ladies big. always win. It's the the acronym that is associated with your name. Where does that that stem from? The the intent on empowering women was that something that was kind of taught to you. Was it something mm-hmm. that you found on your own?
2: Um, I would say it's something that I
1: I found on my own. I, I kind of always like had it inside of me. Like I I grew up like very like headstrong, mm-hmm. very stubborn. Um, and so a lot of times like when i started getting older and like you know more so into like the the work field and like the world of Mm -hmm. like men men (laughs) men i kind of was just like but why (laughs) like you know like what about women Mm -hmm. um and yeah so i kind of just came from that and then it became very important to me like as i started creating content and Mm -hmm. you know just women especially like just started reaching out to me and, Mm. you know, that kind of became my demographic and my audience. So then I was like, okay, like this is, you know, I'm a a voice for these, these women, you know? Mm.
0: Yeah. No, uh, women reaching out to you. You've got a series called vent (laughs) where where you turn DMs that you get
1: into, into songs. Talk
0: about what inspired you to do that for the first time and what the, the response has been.
1: Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it kind of started from, I would say controller. Mm. So, you know, I, I did over it and like over it was like going viral and I was Mm -hmm. getting all these messages like to do like these loyalty tests. Um, and I noticed like a common theme of like women feeling like really controlled by their boyfriends. Mm. And like, I had had a very similar story, but I felt like nobody cares about this. Like, I'm not going to write about this. Mm. Um, but then when I started like realizing, wow, like a lot of other women feel like this, like, let me, you know, put this out there. Um, I got like a really good response and everyone was like, Oh my gosh. Like I was getting DMS about how, you know, they were like, this song really helped me like get out of a really toxic relationship, and I was like, wow, you know. So mm. I think when I I did Controller and then I, I dropped Lie, same kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. I was taking a common thread that I was seeing and I also experienced, and I was like, let me just you know see. So you know that that went well, and so I was like, you know what, I, I just I have all of these messages, and it's kind of like I like doing the loyalty test, like it's cool, yeah. But I wanted to find a way to to turn these kind of like traumatic experiences that men were were putting women through mm-hmm. and turn it into a win because mm-hmm. ladies always win so i was like you know what art is timeless art is beautiful this is something that um you know women can kind of have forever and like a lot of times like even with the loyalty test the the girls will look through the comments and they'll be like wow like all these people feel the same way so mm-hmm. i kind of felt like turning them into songs was almost like a similar type of thing yeah. you know
0: yeah, 100%. You get to show your talents, do something fun. It's, yeah, creative. It's cool. That's... I'm
1: always looking to do something new. I get bored very, very fast. That's awesome.
0: So let's talk about the origins of your artistry. When did you first discover music? Was it something that was big in your household? Do you have mm-hmm. like f- uh, family members who are musicians, or was it something that you kind of found on your own?
1: Um, I mean, my, my parents are definitely very musical people in the mm-hmm. sense of like they like to listen to music. Right. Um, like. I only have one other musician in my family. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like I come from this, like, bloodline of, like, singers and, you know, guitar players. Yeah. Um, but they very much love music. So I definitely grew up listening to, you know, like, the Michael Jacksons and the Princes mm-hmm. and, you know, just very classic, classic people. So mm-hmm. that kind of just developed, like, I love to listen to music. Right. Um, but I always had, like, my own desire to make music. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't want to just, like, consume it. Um, and so... When I was, like, four or five, my my grandpa had, like, a piano in the house that, like, mm. nobody played. It was just there. <laughs> and I would always just stare at it and stare at it and stare at it. Mm. And my one musician, you know, family member, my cousin, would, like, teach me, like, songs on there. Um, and that's kind of how I, you know, got into it. And then I was older. I was, like, eight or nine. I got a guitar. Mm. Um, and so then I just kind of was taking, you know, the love that my parents kind of put in me for music. And I turned it into just, like, making my own.
0: Mm. And when did you write your, like, very first song?
1: That's so funny. Someone asked me this on live the other day. <laughs> um, I think I wrote my first song when I was like, I want to say like 12. Mm. Yeah, I have like a songbook oh, yeah. of, yeah, I think it's even like dated. But yeah, I think it was about like 10 or 10, 11, 12. Somewhere, somewhere in those like tween stages. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, were you like one of those talent show kids or like singing in church? Like,
1: singing. In, yeah, my mom's a minister. So oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, singing in church was not optional. Thanks, mom. Love yeah. that. I feel like God favors me now.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Amen.
1: <laughs> but you yeah, know so i grew up singing in church um i did i did like some like i did like two school like battle of the bands shout mm. out to that um but i never was like a real like i didn't do like pageants or anything like like performance based just aside from church which i feel like i'm kind of grateful for that because like when you sing in church they make it you know very clear that this is not about you right, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. like you could be super talented but mm. this is this is for a greater cause you Absolutely. know and so i think because that was always instilled in me, like when I did start to perform, I never perform from like a show off y kind of place. Yeah. I always have this mindset of like there is something bigger to this, right? Like Absolutely. there's there's someone who, who wants to hear the song who maybe is having a bad day. So I'm I'm definitely very grateful that I, I grew up performing in church rather than doing like more like talent shows type of things. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it helps. It helps the, the the selflessness of the endeavor. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but you obviously are very talented still. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. Um, what was that? What was that moment for you on along your journey where you felt like, okay, like this is something that I can I can really take take far.
1: Mm. I feel like I I have that moment like a lot. Mm. <laughs> like I, it, it almost like reoccurs. I think. The very, 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 very first time that I was like, yo, I could actually be a singer. Mm-hmm. I remember my bestest friend in the whole wide world, Lexi, who's basically like my sister now. Shout out to Lexi. Um, shout out to Lexi. <laughs> Love you. Um, we had like a mutual friend who had a piano mm-hmm. and I was singing like some Adele song.
0: Mm. And I what remember. Song? You know the one?
1: Uh, I think it was like Rolling in the Deep. Oh, classic. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was just like singing my little heart out. Yeah. And I remember her looking over at me and she looked disgusted. Like she was just like. And I was like, what? And she was like, you're, like, really good. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, she's like, no, no, no. Like, like you can, like, be a famous singer. Mm. And I mean, that's the first time I ever heard that. And I was yeah. like, hmm. And, like, before then, I low-key thought it in my head. But, like, I was like, you know, I never wanted to sing in front of anybody. And so I was like, huh, like, maybe, you know. And that's, like, when, like, the the dream, I guess, was like, you know what? You know, like, I can, you know, do this. And then um, the second time I really had that realization, because, again, like, it kind of just keeps happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I graduated high school. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to do music. So the company that I'm with now, Sloppy Vinyl, once upon a time, mm-hmm. they were called Water Music. Um, and I had reached out to them on Instagram simply just thinking, this is how I get my music on iTunes. Mm-hmm. I did not know what they did. I was just like, I'm going to have my music on Spotify if I hit them up. So I hit them up. Um, I had an interview. Um, and I remember my mentor, now manager, I remember he told me that, like, I could be as big as Katy Perry. Mm. And, like, at that time, I loved Katy Perry loved her. Yeah. And that was like another moment of like, you know, like here's this person who like does music has been doing music telling me something that I've always thought in my head like m- maybe, I don't know, I could like really do this, you know, and take this. And so I think from from that second moment I kind of just have been like I'm just going to do. I'm just going to try and you know whatever's going to happen is going to happen.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so Over It comes out. That goes crazy. Controller,
1: <laughs> over It.
0: Controller went crazy. Love that song. We got lies. We got bills. Yeah. There's definitely, there, there, there is a theme here. Um, hmm. And with, with those four singles, which all came out in 2021, are you looking to maybe put a project out this year? Can, can the streets expect yes, that from you?
1: The streets can very much so expect a project <laughs> from me. Um, so I'm actually dropping a project on March 8th, which okay. is International Women's Day. Perfect timing. Perfect because <laughs> ladies always win. What did you think? Yeah, what other yeah. months would I drop in? You know, so that's going to be my my like kind of debut EP, um, and it's called Vent, which it's literally that same theme of. Just releasing all these emotions that you know, women you know sent to me, and some of these kind of DM songs are on there. So mm-hmm. it's kind of just like it's like my project, but I feel like it's like our project mm-hmm. in the sense of like me and my fans, or like anybody that like listens to my music, because it's not like just my story. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's literally a collection of story of just like women from all over the world, which I think is like really cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent. One line that really stuck with me from "Over It," you call her wifey. She just not as feisty. I, I, I love that line. <laughs> Thank I love you that line.
1: a like, lot. Yes, yeah, that's a lot. People at the shows are always like into that one, and I'm like, really? <laughs> wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's amazing. That's amazing. So, um, with with um with the project coming with mm-hmm. Women's History Month and you know the themes that are within your music, with you being so talented, playing guitar, playing piano. Thank you. What, w- where, where do you want to take your artistry next? What are some other maybe genres or maybe instruments or maybe just themes that you'd be interested in exploring at some point
2: um
1: i don't i don't know i I kind of i kind of just go i go with the flow i go Mm -hmm. with whatever you know there's nothing on like my list like i really want to try this um i definitely i want to keep challenging myself to be more involved like in like the the making of my music. I, I'm mm. pretty involved now. Like I write the songs. I do a lot of like arranging and I, I, I sit there and I like mix with the engineer. Um, but just like mm. doing more to, like, I want to get to the point where I can like write, produce and like mix my own song. Mm. Like I can go in the studio and then someone can come in and hear like a done song. And like, I was the only person in the room. Mm. I feel like that would just be, you know, like helpful. And, like not, not even for the sake of the music coming out, right. <laughs> just because like sometimes music is so therapeutic to me. That I'll I'll be feeling away and it's like I need to get this out and it's like yeah. I gotta call this person this person gotta come in they got, I don't want to do that <laughs> I want to be able to just like whip out my laptop one day yeah. and just like vent or like you know just like really get it out like just for like therapeutic purposes and maybe the songs will drop but definitely just to you know that's like a challenge that I I want to get to. Mm.
0: You spoke earlier about how you grew up in New York and then moved to Jersey. Where in New York did you mm-hmm. grow up? And then what inspired the move to New Jersey?
1: So I grew up in Kingston, New York. Okay. Uh, shout out to Hudson Valley. <laughs> um, and I moved – so the the company I mentioned, Water Music, that's that's where they were based. It was in New Jersey. Right. So for a while, I was driving back and forth. Uh, Tuesday, Thursdays, I would drive. Um, and then it, it turned into – driving and staying tuesday wednesday thursday Mm. i would stay in airbnbs and then i would sleep in the car and then i slept in the studio like i like like when i first moved to jersey i like lived out of my car for like a week because i was just like man i just i just gotta move here my parents were like petrified (laughs) but i was like hey i'm all right my dad was like where are you i was like you don't want to know (laughs)
2: like i
1: was like no we're bad i'm just like Mm -hmm. in the backseat of my car with a blanket like it's fine you know um but yeah that's kind of how i i got to jersey but You know, I now have a nice apartment. I don't sleep in the car anymore. You you know, you got to do things temporarily to, you know, get where you want to go. So, Mm. but yeah, that's how I got here.
0: And I feel like so many artists have those stories. Like I slept in the studio. I slept in the car. I, they just had crazy situation. I had to shower at the gym, like different, different things like that. What do you feel like that grind that those moments of, you know, not being where you wanted to be yet, but knowing that you're working towards that, what do you feel like that taught you?
1: I I recently feel like like those moments are actually the dream, Mm. right? Like you think the dream is a record deal, you think the dream is a number, but like that is like this. It's done. You get it, and then it's gone. Like I remember, I really wanted a million followers on TikTok, Mm -hmm. and I watched it go from like nine 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 to a million, and then boom, it's done. That goal is over. Not Mm what, right? But those moments where you're like showering at the gym, Mm -hmm. you're not sleeping. That's, like, the everyday living it out. Like, right. that's the part that is going to take up a majority of your life. Like, the success is only, like, a fraction of, like, your actual whole life. Mm-hmm. So I realize all those moments, I'm like, wow. Like, like sometimes, like, I'll be at the studio at, like, 2 in the morning. And I'll be like, yo, I'm living the dream. Mm-hmm. Like, this is like this is actually what I wanted, mm-hmm. right? I thought I wanted to be, like, this mega superstar. That's actually just, like, a after result of this. Yeah. Of this hard work and this grind. So... Mm-hmm. I, I literally learned that I was like, "Wow, this is this is really what I asked mm. for." Um, so it has like, I have like a new perspective of it. Of I never get like tired or like, ah, oh, no, like or like even like, I, I mean, like I feel like it's like grinding. I'm working hard, but mm. I, instead of saying I'm working hard, I just am like I'm living the dream. Like I'm like I'm living the dream. Like, mm. I'm like, I'm the dream. like <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to be doing anything else. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Now we talk. We talk a lot on the podcast about how the journey is the best part because yeah. the destination you get there, and then it's like, oh, okay, I'm yeah, here, yeah, and yeah. It, it might not even be as dope as you hyped it up to be in your yeah, mind yeah.
1: what it really was was the the journey to get there
0: yeah especially because our generation is so focused on all right what's next i got to this yeah. destination let me go to another destination mm-hmm. let me restart the gps Insta-
1: instant gratification all the time
0: exactly exactly so um yeah i completely feel you on that and i i agree i think i've come to find for myself too like I love I love every day just all right what am I gonna do to get to where I want to be and those moments are cool you know the likes the retweets all that the shares the story shares but it's the it's the work that you put in and the gratification you get out of knowing that you worked hard to get somewhere that is the best so totally feel you on that very much so resonated with that um but yeah, you mentioned the 1.6 million TikTok yeah. followers, which is just <laughs> yeah. <is> crazy. Like, <laughs> exactly. um, and I remember, like, I, I I maybe got familiar with TikTok in like 2020. I, I know it was around for a, a little yeah, while longer. That's kind when I
1: started getting back on it. Yeah,
0: it, it, I think it was around for a little, a little, uh, a little earlier than 2020. But I think the yeah. pandemic was really when everyone was just in their houses making just content TikTok, stuff like yeah. that. What was your very first TikTok?
1: Um, so I mean, technically speaking, my very first TikTok, um, my team and I, we had made a TikTok when I was doing a song Mm -hmm. and we started just kind of posting memes on it. So Mm -hmm. the very, very, very first one is like a meme (laughs) to my song. It's like these cheerleaders like falling down out of a stunt, um, to to like, to the song that I had at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, but then I think after that, like when I started, like, like it was like me in my face, Mm -hmm. I I don't. I don't remember. This is so crazy. This is giving me like pandemic like mm. vibes right now. I'm like hearing all the sounds. Mm. Yeah, I don't remember. Might have been like the Tootsie Slide or something like that because it was like around that time. Yeah, yeah like April I, 2020. really. Yeah, it might have been like that mm. or something. I don't know. Probably. I love
2: Drake. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's funny i've never made a tiktok myself i've i've thought you like, should sometimes i'll be sitting in the crib like you I could, know i could probably be really funny on tiktok but i don't you know should. i don't know i haven't haven't taken that leap
1: yet your whole what's like your whole like tagline right what stay busy no like you have like a very long name right it's like you're, you're him oh him vegan
0: chorizo poppy founder of bald nigga ballers him all caps i
1: would go crazy on tiktok huh what? I
0: think you just inspired me.
1: <laughs> Please <laughs> I'll be the that. first person to like all your TikToks.
0: <laughs> Let's talk about the fit. You you're you out here dripped out. What? All black Stop everything. It. Stuff. The, the the hat you know it's a nice it's a nice touch. cow's like, my
1: favorite animal fun fact cows are your favorite yeah they're yeah. so
0: cute the milk is lit milk is lit
1: I don't drink <laughs> the milk but you okay know. <laughs> well, are, are,
0: are you an oat milk or an almond milk person yeah yeah okay. oat milk is
1: the vibe I'm like plant based so ah well okay. you know cows like whenever like I drive past a farm I'm like oh my god and everyone's like what well, I'm like it's a cow and they're just like are you okay <laughs> and I'm like yo I know y'all eat them and stuff and that's cool but I'm just like they're actually mad chill they are like they if are. you're on a farm one day just I've like been, yeah just. Just like chill with them they'll mm-hmm. like, they have like very similar personality to dogs mm-hmm. which people find hard to believe but they're very they're very social creatures
0: have have you milked a cow before no it's a very interesting experience It's <laughs> no. like done a it? hole It's a whole you gotta like do this with your fingers you can't just go and squeeze it you gotta like gently get in there and then oh wow yeah yeah it's it's interesting it's very interesting I took a farm trip in sixth grade. Um yeah, they took us to a farm for like four days. And, <laughs> what yeah, kind of school did you go to? A private school in Hoboken, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah I feel yeah. robbed. That's very like, i didn't different.
1: get some milk a cow in sixth I, grade. I feel like
0: you would love it. we did horseback riding, we chopped down trees. Tree- oh. We did we did a bunch of different things. It was really cool. I, wow. You would love it. You seem very like
1: outdoorsy. you seem outdoorsy,
0: Yeah, like do you like <laughs> what do you do outside of music? What do you like to, besides um, music and
1: TikToking? <laughs> right. Um so that I get that question so much, right? Like mm-hmm. what do you do in your free time? Mm-hmm. Um, And I feel like I've come to this realization that like when you're an artist or when you do something creative that Mm -hmm. your art is like your lifestyle. Mm. And there's like – there's just – there's no – I've just given up. I've given up. There is no – this is my time. This is work time. It's all one. Mm-hmm. Like, everything I do somehow, some way fits into my art and my career. Like, Because right. I'd be like, oh, well, I work out. But I'm like, yeah, but I also work out because, like, you know, having a strong body and getting through routines is is important. Like, mm-hmm. so everything I do ends up, you know, falling into my artistry. So, I mean, in general, in my life, I just like to – I work out – I like being outside, you know, like hiking again, like anything Mm -hmm. like physical, um, but anything, anything like creative I like to do. Mm -hmm. So like painting, I like to read. I don't know. (laughs) I feel like I do like kind of boring stuff. Like when it's like my own time, if somebody's like, yo, you have an hour and you can't do anything music related, I'd probably end up reading Mm -hmm. just because again, I'm like, well, I can learn something and then maybe put it in a song. Like my brain is just... Always computing things to how can I turn this into music? Hints, mm. me turning GMS into songs. <laughs> I'm like, what else can I do with these? Mm. You know?
0: Do you feel like? Do you ever feel like you? How do I put this? Like you maybe don't have as much control because mm. everything in your life kind of seeps into your art and your music. Or do you? Do you like enjoy that it's that way? Yeah.
1: Um. I think for for a while it kind of felt like I didn't have con- control in a sense because mm-hmm. I was constantly battling between like i need to be working and like you know why are you doing this when you should be doing something for a career this is a waste Mm -hmm. of time um but then when i just decided to be like well no everything is together like it allowed me i feel like it gave me control to where it's like now i can like sit down and like read a book or i can like watch a show and not feel guilty and feel like i'm not working because it's like well yeah if you You know, if you watch this, it's going to somehow, some way in your subconscious, like you might turn this into a song or Mm -hmm. maybe it's like you have to have some type of rest time to be able to like go, 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 go the way that you want. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if anything, like seeing it that way, it just gave me more control to do other things because for a while, like I would feel... Like very bad doing anything if mm. it wasn't like music related because right. I just kept having this voice like yo you have to do more like mm. what are you doing like even to the point where like I wouldn't eat because I was like yo oh I don't have time for this <laughs> like I gotta write this song I gotta yeah. do this and then it's like yeah but like if you don't eat then you can never write a song again you know mm. so then it's just like eh like let's dial it back really figure out how you're gonna look at this so mm. if anything yeah I feel like I have like more control over the things I do now
0: mm. do you ever do you have do you ever have those moments where you you're trying to write a song and mm-hmm. it's just not coming to you at that time. Yeah. Are you okay? Like just putting down the pen, being like, "I'll I'll come back to this later. It's not my time to write right now."
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, it's it's weird because, like, again, right? Like, because I've just accepted that my my career is always happening. Right. I will. I'm writing songs all the time. Like, if someone had mm-hmm. like my voice notes, it'll be like Whole Foods, and it'll be like a 45 second clip of this like idea that I got. <laughs> so most of the time. Like because I'm always doing it, when it does come down to like sit down and write a song, mm. odds are I have like 15 ideas already. Oh. So I never really come to that issue of I can't think of anything mm-hmm. because it's, it's just always going. Um, but there's definitely times where like I have something written and it's just not like that happens to me more so with like recording. Like mm. sometimes I'll record a song and it just it's not the vibe, it's not the day. Like yeah. the attitude's <laughs> not coming out right or the sadness isn't coming out right. Mm-hmm. Um, and in those moments, I'm like. Yeah, like instead of like, because I'm always about like efficiently using my time. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't want to like use energy doing this take when it's, I'm probably going to have to do it again anyway. Mm. So yeah, I'm, I'm cool like stepping back.
0: So you mentioned before that you're plant based. You've been talking about yeah. shows a lot and books. Mm-hmm. So I want you to recommend the people one plant based restaurant that oh. you really like, oh my God. one show that you're watching that you really like. Okay. And one book that you've read that you really like.
1: Okay. Book Atomic Habits, Life Changing. Okay. That's like the craziest book I've ever read. Um, a plant based restaurant. I really like this place called Kava. It's not all plant based. Mm-hmm. They have like other, you know, so you and your non plant based friend can go.
0: Is it in Jersey or New York?
1: uh it's there's in jersey and in new york okay, gotcha. yeah they follow me on instagram <laughs> Oh, you,
2: you're popping. <laughs> yeah you know whatever <laughs> like i
1: was that was like one of the happiest days of my life i was like what's comedy they be dming <laughs> me i'm like who is this
0: restaurants are so like interactive yeah. like, like comment on your tweets like thank you like yeah, whoever you. like is on
1: the team i'm like yo this person is phenomenal mm-hmm. yeah. um and a show see the thing is like i don't really watch a lot of shows
0: okay you're a movie um, person
1: like like i don't know like it has to be like Honestly, honestly, I've been watching Total Drama Island. Like, okay. I've been rewatching it. have never but, heard of that? Yeah. But, okay. So, it's it's a cartoon reality show. Oh. So, think about like Big Brother, okay. but like cartoon, like eliminations, everything. It's just mm. their, their cartoons. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Mm. So, I don't really, I, I it's rare that I'm watching a show, but like, I'll have like, like when I do watch a show, I'm obsessed with it. Mm. And then, like, okay, Good Girls. I love that show. Okay. So, I'd recommend that. Take back Total Drama Island. Plug in good girls. <laughs> you yeah. can plug both is fine. Yeah, you know what I mean? But then it's like I would only watch T V if that show was on. Like mm-hmm. I never like I don't really have cable, so I don't like sit down and I'm like, What's like what's new on TV? Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. Mm.
0: Who is one woman in your life mm. that inspires you?
1: Dang. One woman in my life that inspires. You. I'd have to say my mom. Mm-hmm. Mom, here's your moment. Take it. <laughs> Shout out to you, mom. I know, right? So brick, <laughs> because I know you're it. gonna be like, she would never say me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, definitely, definitely my mom. Because I, I think as I got older, mm-hmm. um, like I just realized everything that she's, you know, accomplished in her life, and a lot of the things that she's done. Like for me to even be like sitting here, you mm-hmm. know, like I feel like I, I took it for granted when I was like younger. But now I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, I wouldn't even been able to like do this like music thing if she didn't do this. So yeah. definitely my mom. Do You have siblings. I have one brother, yeah. One
0: brother. Older or younger?
1: He's older than me. Older, okay. seven, eight years, yeah.
0: What's that relationship like?
1: Very interesting. (laughs) Um, I don't... eh. It's, like, weird because we have such, like, a large age gap. Yeah. And it's weird because it's, like, I would always feel like he's getting favoritism because he's, you know, a boy. Mm. And he'd be like, well, you're the baby. You Mm. know what I mean? So... But, we're we're cool. It's, like... He's, like, one of my favorite humans. Like, I've never met anyone like him he's mm-hmm. like so unique mm-hmm. <laughs> in, in the best way in the best way possible but um yeah so we i would say we have like a pretty like good close relationship mm. word word word
0: what is the theme of your 2022
1: win win ladies always win ladies always i want to win. win in every aspect of my life so whatever i do i'm just like and like eh, it's kind of bad you know because people are like oh like Like, I'm personally, and I feel like I fear this when I have children, Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of that everybody gets a trophy thing. No. (laughs) If if you lost, you don't get a trophy. Like, if anything, it should motivate you to then go get a trophy.
0: Participation trophies are kind of lame.
1: Whack. They're kind of lame. Terrible. It's
0: necessary when you're, like, five and you're not the MVP. It's like, okay, cool, I I got a trophy. Yeah. As you get older, it's like, participation is, you should be participating. It's, It's
1: literally like a necessity to survive yeah. like you have to participate mm-hmm. in life and have a job and have all these things mm-hmm. um if you're gonna stay alive so yeah i don't know i just i just want to i want to win in my career and and everything that i'm doing you know just want to be the best that i can be
0: mm-hmm. we we're talking yeah. earlier about off camera about uh rodney jerkins yeah 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 we're going back and forth singing brandy, yeah, singing brandy, brandy, song. brandy song. tracks <laughs> <laughs> who are some some artists and producers that would be like your dream to get in the studio with and like mm-hmm. have a song with
1: Okay, def- definitely him. Definitely mm-hmm. Rodney. Um, I I've re- I really like Charlie Poofs
0: Charlie Puth is lit. I
1: think he's, like, super talented. I'm always following him on TikTok, so mm-hmm. I'd love to do a song with him. Um, I really... Like, it's, it's like, my dream for my first, like, studio album to have, like, all female features. Because, like, ladies always win, right? Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. that would just be sick. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would definitely... I love... Right? I don't know if it's ever going to happen. And this can't be on this album because it involves Drake. But... <laughs> seventh grade me would die mm-hmm. if I could get Nicki Minaj and Drake on like the same song. Mm. Like, I just feel like I might stop making music after I mean, that. <laughs> I'd be like, I mean, guys, I feel like I won. Here you go. Guaranteed double platinum. <laughs> Literally, you know, but yeah, the, I I definitely would like, I'd love to work with Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. I'd love to work with Beyonce. I feel mm-hmm. like that would just be like, if Rihanna ever made music again, mm-hmm. Riri hit me up. You know, I know you're doing your thing and like, you got uh, a little baby now, but uh, yeah, yeah. you ever want to make a song, mm-hmm. ladies always win. Mm-hmm okay all right awesome awesome well
0: i think that i've gotten plenty is there anything you want to tell the people anything you want to promote anything that we have not touched on that you would like to let the people know
2: um no
1: just that my ep drops march 8th international women's day event Mm -hmm. uh you guys can follow me on all my social medias law and music Mm -hmm. and yeah send me a dm you know if you got something on your mind it might turn into a song. Who knows?
2: <laughs> yes,
0: you can find her on Wizio. She's got a "How to Glow Up After a Breakup" package. Yes, she's got a relationship advice package. Yes, and she's got the loyalty test package.
2: M-m-m-mer. What's what's
0: like the craziest thing that's happened with with one of these?
1: Um, recently, actually, mm-hmm. someone had hit me up on there. Um, I I guess like, and I don't know if this is like true, but I guess like in certain states, when you file for divorce, mm-hmm. you need like proof like you can't just be like I don't want to be with them anymore. I don't know. My, someone was telling me it has something to do with like prenups and like, you know, things like that. I don't know. So this woman was like hitting me up, you know, a lot on there. Um and basically we ended up setting up her husband to where I was messaging him for like months. It was yeah, it was like a plot. I feel like I was in a wow. movie. Messaging him for months and you know, basically telling him, "Yeah, I'm going to I'm, you know, I, yo, I'm I'm going <laughs> to be in Florida soon." And then, you know, he thinks I'm in Florida. To the I block him from my stories, everything. And then we decide, like, let's meet up at this hotel. And his wife showed up. Yeah. And then she took a video. Yeah. And it's on TikTok. Yeah. It's great. It went crazy. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So she showed up. And, and like, the craziest <laughs> part was that the guy was just, like, like, somehow still trying to, like, he was, like, because uh, he he didn't even know my name. Mm-hmm. He did not know my name. Mm-hmm. Like he knew like law, mm-hmm. but he she was like you didn't even know her name. And he was like how do you know about her? And like what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Like how how did you find out about this? I was like how about let's just start off with dang I got caught. You know, I don't yeah. know. But yeah, that's probably one of the wildest wildest ones that's happened. Wow,
0: wow, that's uh a little messy but it's productive messiness productive messiness
1: you know i don't know messy tiktok and me we kind of <laughs> have this bond right now i try to stay off of it but she just be coming it back pulls you back it pulls, pulls me back, back. It's yeah addictive.
0: it's addictive <laughs> talk to the people about uh the performance you perform over it talk mm-hmm. to them about what they can expect from over it. what the story is and what what inspired that that song
1: um you touched
0: a little, little earlier about a toxic yeah relationship,
1: yeah but... i mean over it is really over it is like the the end of the journey, you know, yeah. like when you're like, you're kind of like done, like you don't want to fight anymore, you don't want to try anymore, <laughs> you know, like you really had that realization of like, this is done, but like, it's more so from the perspective of like, when you realize, yo, why did I even do this? Like, it's like when you do something dumb, and you're just like, I cried about this, like yeah. I was mad about this, you know, so it's kind of just like that perspective, you know, so you can expect. Lots of, of empowering vibes, you know, mm. to help you remember your worth and that you're probably sad about someone that doesn't even deserve your tears mm. and we're hashtag over it. Mm.
0: A message, a word. <laughs> this is Law, ladies and gentlemen. You all can enjoy her performance of Over It for Busy Sessions, episode five, Bad and Busy, Women's History Month. Remember that the ladies always win.
2: To cry the same tears and see falling down your face. I packed my bags, moved on, and I left without a trace. And I guess now you got a taste of your own medicine. Oh, let me in. Nothing voices in my head again. And they keep saying what you did, you keep saying what you would, and they keep saying you're the same. You keep saying that you changed. Why don't you go walk across the stage and take a bow? The show is over, come and pack it up Cause it's rolling, it's time to get your stuff It's to the left, to the left in the box And where well, I told you if you did it, then it's over Don't come crying on my shoulder And then you did it Now you're mad that I don't wanna be committed I'm so over it Don't be texting, don't be calling till you're sober It's so annoying cause I'm over you, I'm over this And we can't go back to how we used to be And I'm so over it You're mad that you're not a part of me and I'm so over it Now that I'm not underneath your sheets, I'm so over it And we can't go back to how we used to be Change me, you can't replace me I heard that you wish you never dated me I heard that your new girl looked just like me. You call her wifey, she's just not as feisty. You should get an Oscar for the acting that you did. And you were on a roll, you only spoke from the scrape. Show me's over. Come and pack it up, cut it's rolling. It's time to get your stuff. It's to the left, to the left, in the box. And where I told you, if you did it, then it's over. Don't come crying on my shoulder. And then you did it. And now you're mad that I don't wanna be committed And I'm so over it Don't be texting, don't be calling till you're sober It's over so knowing cause I'm over you, I'm over this And we can't go back to how we used to be And I'm so over it You're mad that you're not a up of me And I'm so over it Mad that I'm not underneath your sheets I'm so over it And we can't go back to how we used to be